What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Dungeon Q. And uh, tonight is our today, whenever you're listening, is our season finale. We are going to be wrapping up our very first ever season uh, today with you all. And we're going to be having a slightly more intimate discussion discussion <laughs> discussion this evening on um, how video games have uh, changed or impacted our lives. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to do that. Because <laughs> you always do that? Yeah, it's my default sound, you I like guess. Rick, <laughs> it's like Rick James or Flava Flav or some shit. That's what it reminds me of like every time. Yeah, sorry. It's all good. <laughs> So yeah, um, like I said, this is our season finale. We're going to be, so this will probably be a little bit of a different episode. We're not going to be talking about specific games uh, per se or like big gaming news like we've kind of done throughout the season. We're going to be touching on uh, us as like content creators and lifetime gamers. So yeah, it's definitely a more, like you said, intimate topic. It's a get to know you episode. Yeah. And if you don't like the topic, well, you can blame me because it was my idea. <laughs> it was. It was Jake's idea. Uh, but Actually, to be fair, I didn't have an idea. So <laughs> it was the first thing I thought of. And I thought, oh, well, it's a pretty sweet idea. It's something special for. No, I, I like it a lot. I feel I feel like a lot of people like us, uh, you know, gamers in general, like. They, everybody kind of plays games for like their own personal reasons. You know, some people do it like competitively, like, or as like as a career. Sometimes it's like escape from, you know, the real world, like the whole nine to five thing. And sometimes it's, you yeah. know, it's, there, there's lots of reasons to play video games and all of them are super duper valid. So we, we wanted to talk about, uh, ours. Yeah. Now, so just to begin, I did have an idea to go along with this topic, which was like, what's your fondest memory of any gaming? It, it could be like nostalgia, it could be a throwback to the 90s or whatever. And I know we've mentioned on previous episodes, you know, stories in that of that nature. But I wanted to know what was the one standout memory that you have of anything gaming related, like where you were the most hyped for something, or it's like, Oh, I was like five years old. How the hell do I remember this shit? Like verbatim, <laughs> like what's, what's the standout one? Like when you think of a uh, childhood or not even childhood, but video game memories, what's the first thing that pops, pops off the dome. The one that comes to mind for me is definitely when I got my GameCube. Um, I got it. I got it for Christmas. My I remember my mom telling me she had to stand in line at GameStop for hours to get it to get one. Oh, <laughs> and 
the same year, like my sister had gotten like one of those little tiny square, like gray TVs with like the built in VCR. Oh yeah. And so she had gotten one of those for Christmas. So we were having, um, our Christmas like vacation, you know, the holiday at my grandmother's house. And, um, so I remember getting that and I remember like taking, taking like my GameCube and like my new legend of Zelda collector's edition dish and my sister's new TV and like stealing it from her and like plugging it <laughs> and like plugging it all in and like, uh, you know, the little bedroom where like all of us kids were staying and just sitting on like, I literally had like, do you know what a hope chest is? Is that like a common phrase? That's what we called it. I don't know. We called it a hope chest. Basically it was like a chest that like the, you know, that was sat at the foot of the bed and um, it, it, it kept things in it like, like scrapbooks and memorabilia from, you know, family heirlooms, shit like that. But anyways, um, so I set the little TV on that chest and I had everything plugged in and I set the GameCube next to it. And I literally like sat at the foot of the bed on the floor, just playing, uh, for hours and hours. And that was when I was first introduced to uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. That was the first time I ever got to play it. And um, that's like yeah. that was when I that's like when I fell in love with that game. Um, that was like the first time I like, you know, outside of uh, a link to the past where like I had truly owned my own copy of like a Legend of Zelda game, especially one of like the more modern ones. And so I, I remember playing it so much man and uh i remember like sitting there and like my dad came in and my dad like was like sitting there and he was like playing it with me and like he's like it's like one especially one of the like the few not garbage memories of my father (laughs) yeah so the one thing that the one question i have i know i'm questioning your past but sorry (laughs) but uh if I remember the age gap between you and your sister and when you would have gotten the GameCube, why the fuck did your sister at that age get a fucking TV for Christmas? Uh, well, I mean, she was the, she was the only girl in the family, so she had her own room. So, uh, my little brother, Corey, you know, I, we shared a room, right? So we had, we had like one of the big hand-me-down TVs and like, we had like our super Nintendo hooked up to it and stuff. And but Lindsay didn't have her own TV, so mm. she like that, that okay, was like that, her Christmas that gift. Sense. And she's only three years younger than me. So when did the GameCube come out? When how old would I have been? I don't remember, but like with you explaining the story, I was thinking like way younger than you probably were. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure when the GameCube released. Like. Uh, November 18th, 2001. So, uh, so I would have been about 2001. I would have been 10, 11. I don't know. Math is hard. Stay in school. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I guess I could just hold on. I guess I could just do this and I'll be able to tell you for sure how old I was. <laughs> Are you, I was nine. You got a ca- you got a calculator. Buddy? Yeah, dude. I I sure did. I I math is hard. So I was nine. So Lindsay was six. That's old enough to have her own little TV. Okay. Yeah. But like, but like I said, I think... like she it, like she just got like a little TV because Corey and I had like 
the actual TV in our bedroom. That was like the one that we watched because we shared like a room growing TV. up. Yeah, that was like the TV that wasn't in the living room because we shared it. Gotcha. So like, yeah, I so I was nine. So she was like six. <laughs> so but like, yeah, like I said, it was just like one of those little like box, those little gray box TVs with like the built in VCR on that shit. Yeah. You know, it's like I've had computer screens bigger than that fucking television. <laughs> Probably so, an OG Game Boy with the bigger screen. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's the one I'm thinking of. It was, uh, I think it was like a maybe a 14 or 15 inch screen on the TV. But that's like, that's definitely like the most, like that's a super, super standout memory for me. It's like video game stuff. I, I definitely have, I have other ones. Like I've gotten some other ones for sure. But that's like, when I think of like my most powerful gaming memory, that's that's the one that comes to mind first. What about you, man? Uh, I have a couple. There's one that I vividly remember from when I was uh, a wee lad. But there's another one that I told the story to the wife and she her response to it caught me off guard. And I'll explain what I mean after uh i explained the first one so the vivid memory that i have is uh me playing oh, fuck what was it I'm, I'm i think i'm melding memories here but i'm pretty sure i'm i'm right it's uh i was playing super mario 64 in my underwear sitting a cross-legged staring up at the tv probably the reason why i have neck problems and i'm in my little power rangers whitey tighties just playing you know having a blast and then my cousin comes over and my mom's yelling at me and she's like jake go get some pants on i swear to god and i just kept playing and then my cousin you know he ended up like thinking fuck it it's unaware and video game time. So we're both sitting there. We're like super young and we're both sitting there in our whitey tighties, just playing video games, just staring up at the big old TV. And it was funny to me because I, I keep reminding him about that. And apparently that's his standout memory too. So good to know that one of my best friends or my cousin is one of my best friends. Cause, uh, I didn't think that would be his standout memory as well. I actually talked about talked about it with him recently after we decided on this being the topic. And then the other thing was uh, it's not gaming per se, but it got me because of gaming. So I know on the Game Boy episode, we talked about, you know, me getting, you know, day one, getting a Game Boy Color with Pokemon Red. And then it was like the Pokemon cards that came out. And I actually got big, big into the TCG, TCG, excuse me. Um, I ended up going to like, I don't know if you remember this, but I do. There was like these tournaments that, you know, they would have at like Toys R Us or whatever. And you'd get like a little. Fuck, dude, I, don't, I never did them. But I, had, I had some friends that did them. I remember them. So I did that, right? I got my, I, I got fucking waxed, dude. <laughs> I think my record is, <sighs> I think I got three wins before I got knocked out. 
but there are a lot of kids. So three wins is like, I can't remember the bracket size, but (laughs) as a kid, hello, (laughs) that's pretty good. But so I told that story recently to the wife and I remember her saying that, uh, Back in the day, her mom actually used to work at, uh, she used to manage uh, Toys R Us. So I asked her, which Toys R Us did she manage? And it turns out it was the one that I would always go to the TCG uh, tournaments. Come to find out later that the dude that waxed me, that knocked me out of the tournament, was my was her fucking brother fucking what yeah because we were when i told that story at a family get together at the in-laws you know the wife's you know her brother was there you know as per the use uh but he was like wait i remember remember something like that he snaps his fingers and points at me he's like did you have a fucking bowl cut I did. did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a Super Bowl cut, but it was like part of it. You had that same shaggy ass hair, dude, all throughout when we were kids. <laughs> and I remember that shit. Yeah. But no, isn't that fucking insane? That's fucking wild, bro. Small world, yeah, man. No. Yeah. It, it was very shocking to me when I found that out. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Cause it's, cause it's weird. Cause it's like, I've always known my wife as, you know, not. So we lived in the same town for many years when we first met, obviously. Uh, but before that she lived in, you know, uh, like what three hours away. And I think that was the first year that she lived in the same city. So it was like, is is it a blessing is it you know is is it a sign where we always meant to be i think so but i'm not gonna say it's because of a fucking pokemon tournament <laughs> pokemon saved my marriage dude it might have i don't know it might have <laughs> but no the, uh, uh, that's I, a wild memory though it's like it's is. it's so I funny had, how I like had, getting into I like had to explain games and shit like that can like lead you like into other things. Like you're like, Oh, I really liked the Pokemon show. So I got the game. So I was just like, okay, I have the game. I beat the game. Now I'm going to get into the trading card game. Now I'm going to, you know, start doing the, the tournaments for the trading card games. And now, I, and then you like meet people that end up like, you know, being your best friends for life and other shit like that. Yeah. But as far as impacting, our lives that was a that that beginning with that was a little freebie for you guys i i only brought that up because uh i really wanted to tell that story because it was recent that i discovered it so as far as impacting like in any capacity that's what we really want to talk about tonight yeah just like figured we can really discuss how like gaming has like influenced who we like grew up to be and um, like there are reasons for getting into gaming. Like, you know, cause a lot of people, a lot of people game, but there's, you know, people have like ebb and flows of like when they game, like a lot of people, they're like, they only play like 
they're like, oh, I, I really only really like to play this, like arcade games or like this kind of game or this kind of game. Or like they only do it like under circum certain cir- like circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, then there's, you know, people like you and I who I can't remember like a moment throughout my childhood where I didn't own some sort of gaming device. Like I've always I've always been into video games and I'm probably yeah. going to be into video games well beyond my prime. Yeah, a lot of us are like can't think. OK, let's just stop for a second. Just picture this. Ever, you know, everyone we know we're we're old, decrepit on our last leg for some literally <laughs> and we're and still going to be blaming the fucking lag, bro. Yeah, and yeah, no, not only that, we're in, we're in a nursing home and we're just playing video, video games and they're going to <laughs> there that idea is just really funny to me. I I'm pretty sure there was like a comic strip someone made that depicted it. Uh a lot of you know, funny images based on that idea that gamers will always be gamers because <laughs> and what's funny my favorite comic strip that did that was actually one of those you know shitty hit or miss uh newspaper comics that all look the same you know what i'm talking about that same art style yeah. that like your grandma would share on facebook yeah. that kind of art style she'd, she'd clip them and put them <laughs> on her fucking fridge that there's a comic in that art style and that same kind of idea and it was it was pretty funny i got i i'm actually gonna find that later don't let me forget i want to send yeah, that to you I'll, I'll remind you for sure but dude i i love the idea of just gaming forever i mean until you know there's so many ideas that for video games that can't be done anymore because it's everything's been done already i know this is getting somewhat off topic but do you think there will ever be a time when there's no new idea uh, i mean <laughs> we're maybe. getting there now kind so, of like with i mean different... we're getting we're getting a lot of remakes so i think that's it's definitely the start of maybe something like that but maybe it's just a nostalgia hype right now it with... could be could it's like uh that well they say there's like a, it's like called like the 30 year cycle and then so like things that used to be cool 30 years ago, like come back into like prominence 30 years later. So like, that's probably what we're seeing, like, you know, older video games and older movies and things like being remade. So, so older, older games. What if we got a Galaga remake, but it plays like fucking Star Fox? That would be really <laughs> weird. I feel like I feel like shit like that is like almost like irreverent and disrespectful. Like there's certain things just like you shouldn't touch. You know what I mean? But dude, I, I, I love I love the thought of like, like I said, I love the thought of gaming forever, specifically because. Dude, by the time we're like old and decrepit as shit. Like VR is going to be full blown, man. It's going to be fully developed. Uh, I know there was a time period a couple years ago, like when it was first getting its name out there because if you remember like what was it six years ago or something when vr was like the new thing and everyone was trying to get into it and then the technology wasn't quite there so it died almost immediately and then it came back Oculus and then it's just yeah then it's just been slowly coasting by and now it i think it's 
with the new generations, I think it's going to come back with a vengeance, I think. And this will be the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, we'll we'll get to we'll really get to enjoy that more when we're older. You know, I, so, I, I, I'm hoping by the time we're like old and like bedridden and shit, we can just, you know, full on sort our online that shit. Just fucking. No, <laughs> we I want something more more tactical something to make you think like why sword art online can't we do like log horizon okay instead? it's just a prominent one and everyone's gonna know what i'm talking about shut up okay. you fucking <laughs> you, you make asshole but any fucking ways like how how has gaming changed your life like what have you what what have you gained or gotten out of being like a lifetime gamer are you asking me or yeah. is that a rhetorical? Ask- okay. No, I, <laughs> I swear to God. Sorry. Um, one thing, and this is actually the reason why I also started streaming a couple months ago was to help with how shy I am at times. Like you, pr- you probably can't tell now. I know you can probably tell on, you know, on a dime, but when I was younger, when Wow, World of Warcraft first came out. The first major guild I was in. This is relevant. Bear with me. The first major guild I was in, I stayed with them, grew up with them. And to this day, keep in mind, this is like in the middle of vanilla, right? So I still talk to almost everyone, like the main crew. To this day, I still talk to them and it's so easy to talk to them. I could bullshit with them whenever, you know, so I think that was probably the stepping stone for me, like bettering myself because I've always been pretty shy and very antisocial and I'm still antisocial as shit, but I'm more. What's the best way to I'm more reserved in when I become antisocial, you know what I mean? Especially at my, you know, my day job, I have to be social in my line of work. But I don't think I would be able to do it as well as I do now if it wasn't for something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. For me, I think a lot of I think a lot of my. Like what I got from gaming was a, a, a lot of it was escape i think for me growing up like i really it's just i kind of i kind of play video games for like the same reason that like i love to read books i love the idea of like you know being metaphorically like transported to another world and that's why I love like RPG games and like, you know, where you really get to like, yeah. you get to personally define your character and like get to play them as if, you know, you were literally in their shoes. Um, I really like that sort of stuff because I love the idea of getting to travel and like immerse myself in something that I would never get to experience in my everyday life. You know, whether it's like yeah. becoming like a, the, the grandest of all superheroes or, you know, a God or whatever, or, you know, just being like, or even being a bad guy in some video games, like, like getting yeah. to like experience things like, and make choices 
in video games that I would never in a million years make in my real life. Yeah, that I am with you a hundred percent in that. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, I'm with you a hundred percent on that. And I think it's funny now as an adult to get that sort of same feeling of truly escaping into, you know, some game universe to distract myself is, uh, I make, if there's any sort of character customization, I always make them look as close as possible to how I look in real life. Dude, I do the same fucking thing. Everybody makes fun of me for that shit. They're like, why do you make it look like you? I was like, because I want like that character to like embody who I am. Like that. I want, I, I want to immerse myself in whatever this is. Yeah. A lot of people I know who also play, you know, those same games with very good, uh, character customization. They will, there's like me, you, and like two other people I know of. And the rest are like, uh, if I have the option to be a fucking edgelord demon with vampire fangs and bat wings and shit and a flaming sword, give me that right. shit. Just taking you it. Know, I want the badass, you know? Oh yeah. Like basically making it like transferring their personality onto the character rather than their actual physical traits. Yeah, they're like, I want I want this character to like embody who I am on the inside, not look like what I do on the outside. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems it seems backwards to me that they would do that. But at the same time, it's I get it, though. I totally understand, like both sides of that coin, because I mean, my for like the longest time, all of my main characters in WoW were like female. Just because. Like, I just didn't, I was just like, I don't want to be a male character. Like, I just wanted to, like, I just wanted to be a female character for, like, aesthetic reasons or whatever or whatever. But, like, and I, I'll do that sometimes now, too. Like, I'll play a female character because I feel like it either better fit the story or, like, it better fit the character that I wanted to make for myself, you know, or any other reasons. Like, it, it, was, yeah. it was just part of, like, an immersion choice that I made, which is like, okay, like, I'm going to play this game, but I want this character in this game to be like this, you know? And like maybe not like role playing out loud, but like yeah, like having like some sort of like inner role play with like you between you and the character and like the character in the world and like the terms of like how your character acts, how your character looks, like the choices you make, and like that that I that I feel like for me that's like a huge escapism piece, and um I love playing you know like really in depth character creation games for that reason. I also really really enjoy playing games that have like a, a, you know, a static main character. Uh, you know, the one that comes to mind for me obviously is, you know, 2018's God of War, but that's because like I, you get to channel like this big, strong, powerful, stoic character. And you're just like, you know, and just go full ham. Cause you, you know, in a never, in a million years, you're never going to have that, those, yeah. that strength or, you know, and that like as hard as we try, <laughs> exactly you know so i mean not I was, to that fucking level holy shit can you imagine just fucking throwing <laughs> houses and shit just God. just fucking cleaving mountains in twain but yeah. yeah that is definitely what that's definitely gaming in a nutshell for me man it's like it's just it is the opportunity to be somebody that i would never be yeah so to go along with the idea of escaping real life 
So when, so for us, for example, since we're big into RPGs and a lot of RPGs have tough choices to make in dialogue, whether it's, you know, dialogue options that actually do change something later in the story, or if it's dialogue period that, you know, with how the story eventually unfolds, whether it's a linear progression or what have you, have you ever been so engrossed in a game that you learned, you know, you learning all those different characters and how they function? Did you like leave the game thinking like, okay, so that character in the game reacts this way this is his line of thought. So if I meet someone in the real world, can you extrapolate? Like, can you like make them similar? You know what I mean? Like, can you like read people easier in real life after playing, you know, so many games? Do you think that's a skill you've always had? Fucking interpersonal relationship skills. (laughs) That's exactly what that is. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, Maybe to like an extent, probably not as much, you know, because I feel like people in real life aren't as cut and dry as most video game characters. I mean, we're getting some we're getting getting that way in in technology now and like the way they write now that I've there's some fucking characters out there that are goddamn real. Um, But like, I I get what you're saying. Uh, I don't I don't think so. Not for me personally, anyways. Uh, But I've always I've always had really strong people skills so maybe it's just something i already had and didn't like need to pick it up but on the flip side of that coin are you always do you okay are you always a fucking good noodle when you play games like do you always do you always choose like the good dialogue or are you or Will you just do the uh, like, do you always choose what you would choose in it? Like if in real life, you're like, OK, if I was faced with this, you know, question, I would answer it this way. Or do you like just fucking swing hard right and just like, you know, 180 that shit and do 100 percent the opposite? So I know you're calling me the fuck out. You can eat me. Uh, <laughs> I always respond as if I were that character. You know, like not not me playing the character like me in the game. So I always respond in a way that is telling of my personality. So sometimes it's the good choice. Sometimes it's the bad choice, because it's like if I'm playing and I'm in a bad mood, you know, (laughs) give me your gold, bitch. But (laughs) if I'm in a good mood and they're like in a say the quest like they come up to me and they're like oh can you help me and it's like i no nah, sure i guess what's in it for me you know like uh the witcher for example isn't it um you can accept the quest or you turn in the quest and it's like oh don't bother Bitch, i don't work for free yeah i'm that guy always it okay so the thing is though to go along with that If I know for a fact, whatever, like, say I swing a certain way in my answers, if I know the outcome 100%, like what happens, whether it's, you know, poorly written or say if I choose a certain dialogue option 
and the reward for doing so is something I'm I know I need or want. I'll I'll pick whatever choice gives me what I want in game. Not really, not necessarily like I I wouldn't say that in real life, but I need that fucking loot. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, and I'm like the exact opposite. Um, whenever I play games, I always I there are definitely sometimes where like I channel like myself into the character but that's because that's how I wanted that character to be. If that makes sense. Like I wanted the character to be like me, but there are other times where I will only, I will only like make or let my character respond in certain ways because that's how I wrote the character to be in my head. I want this character to be this kind of person, even if it's not like how I am in real life. Like this is how I think this person, you know, that I am now is going to react even if there's no canon in-game proper response, you nope. just do it. it, it just is, it is, it's, it's strictly because like this is how the character that I made, the character that I wrote myself into this world with, is going to act this way regardless of repercussions. Yeah. So speaking of, you know, honestly with this topic, it's so easy to use RPGs as an example but one thing I've noticed as I got older, I tried to strategically save certain usable items in games that I ended up never using at all. <sighs> and come, you know, real life, I realize I hoard my money and I don't spend a dime. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> those two things are connected. <laughs> I'm not going to use this super special. Stingy. I'm not going to use this special ammunition in the game because I might need it for a boss later on, and then you never fucking use it. Yeah, the only exception would be like, like you absolutely have to use it or you lose. Like the final boss, and it's on hard mode, and you know, thank God I kept saving those fucking instant full health revives you know because <laughs> i need it god knows i need it that's the only item that i'll actually make use of you know after spending the entire fucking 40 hours hoarding <laughs> but everything else i just eventually either keep and don't use or if there's a thing i'm trying to buy i'll just sell everything like how much do i need a million why well, could sell 16 of these and get 50 gold sure (laughs) i'm nowhere close (laughs) but i'll do it oh it's tell that is just telling of how i am as a person and i don't know if it's good or not Uh, i'm perpetual perpetually broken video games you can just take that how you will i i never have money i never have money in video games and I never have money in real life because if I see something I want, I fucking buy it. Yeah, I I wish I could be more uh, free. I mean, OK, granted, I did randomly drop money on a game that I've been only playing again for about a week now. So that I think counts as, you know, it, channeling my inner you. <laughs> Normally, fucking I'd have barely, to s- bro it's like right right on the cusp (laughs) 
So the the flip side to this whole discussion, though, kind of relevant to uh, me realizing that I'm stingy because of my game choices, stingy in real life anyway, has there been a negative thing that because of gaming, you as a person, you know, how? what's the best way to phrase it without insulting you? Just be blunt, dude. Just, <laughs> just just speak plainly. I don't care. Okay, what what video game made you realize that you're a total piece of shit? <laughs> that wasn't rhetorical. Answer me. No, I'm think I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think. Dude, um, honestly, like I don't really think I have moments like that in video games. Like, okay, perfect example. No, um not like in video games, but like any like that you took away and you just became a, like it was really just a blight on your personality, not an escape from reality. And <laughs> you you're out sixty dollars. <laughs> like I'm not talking about like a shit game that you just could like. What game did you walk out of wanting a refund and wanting to <laughs> like you've oh, changed because of my shit? Because of my shit spending habits what what game did i purchase that was i was just like fuck why did why am i like this is that what you're asking well, well no that that too because i'm curious but i mean like how, how did your personality negatively change after playing video games as a whole not a specific one cuz we ta- we've been talking about the good things in our lives due to video games but i want to hear some bad shit <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. I think it, I think video games make me cynical about the real world, though. Like, I I think when I see like, because I love I love a lot of I love a lot of like post apocalyptic dystopian sort of shit, and so of course like they they're bleak as all hell, and so I think like I play so many of those games, it just make it gives me in turn like a bleak outlook on life fucking playing like days gone and you're like damn how did they record this from the future <laughs> right and yeah dude fucking <laughs> shit like that playing like like days gone and dying light or like just stuff that's like like there's just not a lot of hope to it you know like um like i got a war or the last of us you know just games like that we're just like this is just never ending sadness and so and yet, like, I think I absorb some of that never ending sadness in some of the games that I play and I like carry it around with me in my real and like in my real life. So this is somewhat off topic, but relevant to what you just said. Has there been a game that like you played it and you're like, God, that game makes me w- I love the game. It's a ten, 12 out of 10. But after playing it, I want to kill myself, which you shouldn't do, by the way. <laughs> um, I think. Like, w- whether it's because you got so either because you got so into the story or like you walk, you walked out and you're like. It was so bleak and depressing. And you think about it for weeks after beating it, like, and it puts you in a mood. Maybe that's just me. 
but uh i mean once again god of war comes to mind like that dude that story like impacted the shit out of me i I cried at the end of that game and uh i remember like just feeling empty inside after i beat it just Just, not knowing what you should uh yeah i was like i was just like yeah just like letting the like letting the like the the credits play and i was just like fuck it's over and I, now I don't know what to do because I was so fucking invested in Kratos and uh, Atreus and just so invested in the story. And like, I definitely like saw myself and some of the characters. And so like once it finally came to an end, I was just like, shit. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That, uh, well, okay, so you want to know how I could uh, make you sad all over again? Boy, I don't want to be sad. Why are you making me fucking sad right now? What? What's up with that they shit? Still ha- they still haven't released a God of War 2 announcement. They probably never will. How does uh, that make you feel? Well, no, I, th- that, that doesn't phase me at all. We'll get one of those it's by gonna the happen. end of the year. But, <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with you. But... <laughs> That, yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely stuff like that. I kind of feel the same way about when I, like, finish TV series or books. Like, if especially if it's, like, a series that, like, from my childhood or, like, a book, like, a book series that I've been, like, reading for a really long time. I do and the it's sa- finally I, done, and you're like, God, what am I going to do for the next eight years? You right, know? yeah, exactly. I, I feel that same way about certain video games, like. Uh, well, like I, I put so much time and effort into like beating it and getting invested into the characters. And then like when it finally comes to an end, I'm just like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I just don't I feel like there's just a it's like it's moment. You know, it's it's brief. You know, it's just it's just temporary. But like there's just this void. Where like you're just yeah. like, I don't want to play anything else because I know it's not going to hold up to what I yeah. just experienced. That, that's why I love grindy games <laughs> because even though it is bloat, I could still play it and have fun. You know what I mean? Like a lot of grindy games are pretty shit, but if the gameplay loop is fun, I'll keep playing it just to prolong that time till it eventually stops playing, which sucks because most, you know, games as a live service in the past couple of years have been pretty shit. So I don't know. It's got to be something like that or like something with infinite replayability that also has a lot of players. You know what I mean? The, the, The waning player base is like what I feel affects a lot of gamers. Like, you know, you it can be your favorite game in the whole wide world, but if it's like a if it's like an online game and it, you don't have anybody to play it with, it can like it can actually diminish the value of that experience for you. Yeah, that that's one thing that as I got older, I realized that I don't just play video games to escape. I mostly do, yeah. Dude, but most games I cannot play by myself anymore. I feel the I, same fucking way. 
It's the same I, way. It's real. I was just thinking about this the other day, man. I can't. Like, I really. Okay, so to give you an idea of my day, I wake up, I go to work, I get home, I relax and unwind after a long day. And to unwind, I watch YouTube videos of, you know, my favorite people. The person I'm into the most does um, pretty funny, weird ideas for like League of Legends videos. And it got me into wanting to play League again. But I just can't because it's one of those games where it's like it's infinitely better if you have friends to play it with. And I don't. <laughs> I think I out of our group, there's only completely understand what you're trying to say. I, yeah, I, out of our group for that game specifically, there's only one person in our group that would play, and it's hard to get in contact with them. <laughs> My own brother, if you're curious. No, I knew exactly it, who you were talking about, but I yeah. but but like just to keep it on topic. Like, I I feel that really hard, like, you know, just like just to commiserate a little bit. Like, that's how I, I was just like, man, they announced all this cool stuff for Destiny 2. I want to get back into it. Like, I'm really interested in getting the new expansion coming out in the fall. I want to get into it. I want to play it. And then, like, I played it all the story content by myself. And I was just like, everything else is so multiplayer involved. It's just like, this fucking sucks, man. I hate playing this shit by myself. Like, as I've gotten yeah. older gaming has become such a social activity for me. Like it is, especially because like, like I, I, I'm sure we've mentioned it, but like, in case you guys don't know, Jake and I live in different States. You know, we have been uh, best friends for 17 fucking years, but we live like 800 miles apart. Like, so we, we, we have literally maintained a relationship our friendship all these years through gaming. Uh, gaming relationship gaming has been the catalyst that has kept our friendship strong for almost two fucking decades like correction like, relationship whatever <laughs> but like like that like that's why like it I, I do it's gaming can be powerful man like it can it can literally oh, yeah. it can, like it can it 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 can be like such a like a positive thing like and that's how like i keep in contact with you that's how i keep in contact with geo like, uh, like, you know, we, we live so far away and you guys are my best friends. And like, I connect with you Aww. through that online, like medium, like getting together, like, dude, like I am fucking stoked to play the new Diablo season that's coming out very soon. Um, and because you have someone I play to play it, it with. Yeah, because I because I know for a fact that I'm going to be like, Geo, it's time. And it's going to be like, I'll be there in 10, bro. And like, we'll hook up and we'll play this game and it's going to be the exact same fucking game that we played over and over and over and over and over again for the last, what, 12 fucking years. Jesus. And but it's it's but it's not the gameplay like we literally like we get our character builds going. We just start playing and we like we check out like we're not even focused on the game that it's all about like spending that time with each other and like just being friends and like hanging out and like it just playing the games, just a median to like, to get into that stuff that like, you know, 
you know, binds our friendship. And it's the same thing with you. Like we play, we play games all the time. Like you play destiny two with me. Like that's the only time I'll even play it is when it's like when you're online or like when we played world of Warcraft together for fucking years, you know, like every, like we would fall off at the same time. We'd come back at the same time. Every new expansion, we were always in the same guild, always in the same server. And what's funny is it wasn't just uh, that. It was like League of Legends as well, because that was a big one for us growing Dude, up. Dude, for a fucking minute. We played that for, for a long a, time. So, you know, um, Facebook memories, how it always picks like a couple years at a time from this day, last year, the year before, yada, yada. We would talk about League and plan meetups so often that every single Facebook memory that I've gotten in this entire past year, there is always at least one post, maybe not that many, but still almost every single Facebook memory. There was always at least one post from a couple years ago, the year before that of me asking you, Hey, do you want to play later? Or, you know, someone else in our group like hey did you hear about you know the nerfs they're doing to this character hell yeah dude i remember taking fucking screenshots of like post-match stats and like posting them on like facebook and like tagging you and Artie and patrick and noah and like and just so just like our little fucking our core group that we all played league with man i i miss those days there's something like deeply saddening about like having like an online friend and then you like, and then you see like that last online seven years ago. Shit. Oh God. And you're just like, fuck dude. Like, like you're just like, damn dude. Like I was like really close to this person and sure. Our, 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 our only connection was this game and the internet, but like you still like formed a bond with that person. Like you have memories of that person. Like we have a friend right now that lives on the other side of the fucking planet. And yeah. we literally met him through playing Destiny 2. I played Destiny 2 with him so frequently that we started playing other games together. And he, now he's part of like our like our best friend group chat. And I've never yeah. met him in person ever. Never once. Yeah. We I, we've only ever talked online. But like we have but like we have like this, you know, deepening personal like friendship now. Like we know about each other's like personal lives. We talk like uh, about things other than games, but it all started with gaming. Yeah. That's another sh- that thing. Shit we also, me up, dude, yeah. like that blows and my I think, mind. I feel like in this day and age, you can really keep those friendships now because we had that same exact situation with someone across the fucking world that now we don't really talk to and it upsets me. And then you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's like gaming has evolved along with technology, and it's like use that technology to stay in contact with this pe- these people. The person I'm thinking of, yeah, we're still you know friends on Facebook. I still have them on Steam, but like we don't hear anything because we've just it was the timing right. because you that just, was us growing like up, and it's like okay, well apart. I've got yeah. That is the worst feeling. But I think as adults now, we can, we've learned probably mostly from video games how to 
what's the best way to say this without sounding cheesy? <laughs> dude, just sound cheesy. Just fucking say it, dude. Just say it. Thanks, video dude. games. You built my fucking personality. <laughs> dude, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I think no, that, I, know. I think that's fucking, I know. That's, uh, you know, like that was video games are like a product of like our generation. You know, we're millennials, you know, and like we grew up in the time where like technology was quickly advancing and new. And so there was always like new things and new video games and like new you know, new, like ridiculous. No, actually, if you think about it, stuff like that. If you think about it, when we started gaming, it was still in that time period where, yeah, it was booming. It was, you know, it was getting big. But at that time, it was still technically a fad. You know what I mean? Like, think of all those old 90s fads that just died out because they were, you know, they suck eggs. That was video games at one point. Dude. Can you fucking imagine that? It really was, man. And, like, another thing was, like, at the time when we started, you know, like, when we were gamers and, like, that was a big part of our childhood, you know, it was, like, frowned upon. It was, like, frowned upon to stay inside all day and, like, play video games and watch TV and you know, there's, and now it still kind of is. It still kind of is, time, but it's, it is at, so much fucking, more commonplace. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely something that uh, I try to uh, not take for granted because I'm literally always gaming, dude. Like you have no idea. I even play mobile fucking games. Same. I definitely. I never. That's the. That's a fad to me, bro. We're not going to get into that right now, but that's a fad to me. Uh, I like. I've just. I. I see the appeal of mobile games, but I've never been able to get into them for some reason. Well, luckily, phones these days are powerful enough that they could have some high fidelity shit. Like there is a game. And okay, I'm, hold up, real quick. Does Pokemon Go count? Um. Technically, by definition, yes. However, I, I still play Pokemon Go, man. I love the shit out of that game. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not talking just like shit like that or just apps that have random mini games or whatever. And I also don't mean like, well, I mean, yeah, I'll count like all those shitty fucking gotcha games. But some of them are actually fun. That's not my point. But, um, there is a game that I've been playing and looking at it and playing it aside from some issues with the touchpad. If I were to stream it, you wouldn't be able to tell outside of the UI that it's a fucking mobile game. And it's a uh, fucking souls like too. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why I'm not going to find a way to stream it because it's going to be three hours of me dying over and over again to a boss that probably has a weak point I'm not getting to. <laughs> but no, my point is I play video games so fucking much. I think about games when I'm, you know, I'm at work. Now that's getting close to addiction, but let me let me explain. Okay, okay, hold up. <laughs> I want to I want to branch off. I want to branch off with a question real quick that like that it's kind of involved with the uh, you play video games so much that it, it's this thing. Do you ever this this might just be me. Have you ever I played think I a game so frequently that you started to have dreams 
that were like you were in the game and you were physically enacting the mechanics in your dreams. Yes, dude, I like as well. It actually as... makes me sleep like shit. I sleep like shit when I do that, dude. My brain won't Why, rest. Cause... It's like because it's in fucking gamer mode. Can't get past it, dude. It sucks. I think the funnest time I had a dream where it was like that. It was either me where it was like all of us, like the recurring dream was we were all in like this open field. And by we, I mean our whole crew plus, you know, my cousin and we were all, we all each had the different abilities of the different league of legends champions. (laughs) And we just, just fought each other. (laughs) There was so much blood. (laughs) It was creepy. Cause it was recurring and I was always the same champion. And then Ew. another one, Malzahar. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> makes sense for me. Like, yeah. I, but, uh, and then another recurring thing, thing I had, it, it was only a couple of dreams after first playing it. Once the novelty wore away, it was the, it was final fantasy 15 actually. And the dream was me flying around the city doing the warp strike shit. Did you did Mine's you ever always, play 15? Uh, yeah, I played 15 a little bit, but um, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about when you're saying you're like re- referring yeah. to that dream. But most yeah. I feel like most of the time when I have dreams though. like that, it's like fucking Diablo <laughs> or like yeah. or something in like that vein. Yeah, I want to have had such wild and wacky fucking dreams if it wasn't for a. And most of the time when I have these weird fucking dreams that has something, anything related to video games, I always sleep better. So in my case, video yeah, game I'm actually like, I'm got, about to say I'm the exact opposite. I sleep like trash. Yeah. Yeah. But in my case, and, you know, it's split probably half of you probably sleep like shit. If you experience the same thing, the other half probably sleep like a fucking babe. But for me, it works. So gaming actually changed my life for the better because there are times where I do not sleep at all. And the only thing that could get me to sleep is thinking, oh, I wonder how many times I'll have to run this mission in Warframe so I have enough credits to buy a new weapon. And then I fall asleep thinking about it. And then in my dream, I'm a fucking Warframe jumping and sliding through space like a fucking robot ninja with a gun, <laughs> which is the best description to that game. But if we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at this. Would you ever, and this is an easy question. Would you ever rewind time to pre video games and choose a different hobby all over again? Absolutely or will, not, man. Like, I don't even, I don't even, no, you don't even got to finish energy. the, you don't have to finish so the even, question. Yeah, so even with the same energy we put into video games, do you see yourself, or would you ever change it to something else? Like, what if you were, what if you wanted to get into art, or play an instrument? Or sing, well, I mean, which you technically do in I your do case, that. But <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, just Josh. Uh, 
No, man. Would you ever though? I can't. No. I can't picture it. I can't picture it. Like gaming is such like a big facet of like my life that I can't. I can't possibly imagine having like another hobby. And I, you know, not to say that any other hobbies out there are like, you know, less significant or you know invalid but it just just for me like that that was it man like that's that's how i coped with like growing up was video games and yeah like playing as many video games as i do it definitely got me into trouble i remember remember doing things like you know you know do maybe not doing my homework on time or not going to bed when I should have or staying That's up a fucking given <laughs> staying up, too standard. staying up too fucking late and being late for work the next day. Like it, it it's, it's, you been, have a video game system. Exactly. Yeah. If you own video games, like you've probably all experienced these things growing up, but in even with all those like little, like weird hiccups and like things like that, as I like learn to manage like my hobbies with like my real life responsibilities, I wouldn't give it up for anything, dude. Like, I think I think video games are such. A magnificent expression of somebody's like idea for creation, because you can do so much with them like it is the the potential is almost limitless and, you know, there are definitely games out there where we experience the same kinds of stories over and over and over again, but they're they're plated for you just a little different. And so it makes it interesting to dive into it, even though, you know, it's, that it's going to go from A to B to C just like that, like, bam, 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 even though, you know, what's coming next, like it, it's it's just the idea that like you might get something new out of it that you didn't in that though, those last five games in the same, same genre that like keeps you coming back and just like wanting more and more and more. I dude, I, that's the best feeling in the world to me. Like that's, uh, that's why I love video games. It's just like you, there's always the potential for something new. And I think there's like, you can like grow as a person by like getting into like really deep involved stories, like games like the last of us and days gone and God of war and, you know, hundreds of other indie games that I like the list could just go on and on, man. But I don't know. I'm rambling, but that's like that's that's how I no, feel. That was, that was poetic. So thinking about it that I failed to mention earlier, uh, you know, taking he said taking away from these games, I realized that I actually wanted to learn guitar after playing Guitar Hero 2 for the PS2. Perfect so I example, ended up, dude. Yeah. I suck shit and I know a couple of cool riffs. That's about it. But don't expect me to play in your fucking garage band. (laughs) Something like that. If this art gives you the idea or ability or the desire to learn another art, then video games are here to stay because that is wonderful. I can't think of you know, reading a book, well, like reading a book, let's say you're like, oh, this is cool. I think I can do this, but it's like, oh, this video game is awesome. That, that song in that video game is awesome. I think I'll learn how to, you know, master tracks. Maybe I'll do it this way or this writing in this story in this video game is cool. Maybe I could add my own little thing. And I know at that point it makes it sound like fanfic, but then still you become a writer. You know, you can learn so many different things IRL from a video game as the source material. 
Right, and, and and it's not 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 even just new skills or like picking up new hobbies. Like, I feel like yeah. you can learn about yourself by like getting involved with other characters, and like it it teaches you. I think it can teach you about like human connection and like and how to build relationships and like what those relationships look like and get you to explore things about yourself or about the world that you would have never considered. And unless it was, you know, put in front of you in this presentation format, like it, it it's just, it's wild that how i like just how profound I feel like video games can be. Like it's I, there, there's just as much, they just as much have the capability to be a learning tool as they do to be used for pure entertainment. And neither of them is incorrect. It's just how you, it's how you want to experience your games. Exactly. Case in point, the fact that the gaming industry is the largest industry in entertainment by far, whether it's, you know, gross income or cost, I mean, you can, when it comes to cost, you can argue movies, but at the same time, I don't know. It's cutting it close. There's very few movies that take so much money to make and they rake in so much money that they could compare to a video game. Like a double a video game probably cost as much, if not more than the big blockbuster of the summer. You know what I mean? Dude, sometimes the big blockbuster, big blockbuster of the summer for me is a fucking video game. Exactly. Like case in point, dude, fucking Ghost of Tsushima is going to be coming out very soon at the time of this recording and like you that that's going to be like that's going to be like my bo- my summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. That that's why everyone needs to play RPGs because they generally generally grain of salt have really good really interesting stories that if it were a movie you'd be like golf clap 10 out of 10 i can't wait for a sequel you know but gaming is here to stay and i'm fucking glad my wallet is not (laughs) yeah mine (laughs) either but i'm my heart says yes yeah same that's why i have a job i'm in it for i'm in it for the for the long run dude forever and ever and ever and ever amen Amen. Yet. All right. So this would be the time where the outro would play. I would make a bad joke. Garrick would laugh. I would laugh. And then we would say goodnight. But since this is the finale, we wanted to mention when we would be returning for the next season. And we do have a couple plans. And we wanted to take the last couple minutes to talk about it since we're here. Right. So first and foremost, um, I just, we just want to say a big thank you to everybody who has supported the first season of our podcast. Um, and this is a season finale. This is an absolutely not a goodbye. It is a see you later. Um, and we are going to be returning uh, around the holiday season on October second i believe is when the next episode will drop um we're going to be back on our it'll be regular schedule new episodes every friday um we really want to to line up our new season um going right into the holiday season because we're going to be having awesome things like 
you know, the new the new consoles, next gen consoles coming out, lots of holiday game releases. Hopefully the world's kind of back to normal by then and and we'll have lots of exciting, you know, good news for you guys as far as the gaming industry um, is concerned. Um, so we're coming back October 2nd. Um, we're going to be having like we're updating our um, our art. We're going to be getting some really cool uh, new official shit um, by a great artist by the name of Ernell Pearson. He's a very dear friend of mine. Um, fantastic artist. Uh, he's getting some he's like he's doing the works for us. We're getting our own personal art. We're getting banners. We're getting logos. He's doing the works, man. And um, yeah, he, he's putting a lot of work into into this to make to making uh, this podcast look as legit as we hope it sounds. And so uh, we're really looking forward to like updating our image for you guys. And once we have all that stuff, we're also going to be putting all of our episodes on YouTube. Um, so you guys will be able to listen to um, and we'll be doing YouTube um, going forward with this season and every new season. Um, once we've got all that new art in place to make uh, those YouTube videos as awesome as we we possibly can. Yeah, sounds good. One of the main reasons that we decided to plan it out this way was, you know, you got to have a summer break. You know, we're both working. We both stream on Twitch. We both have wives to take care of and lives to experience And we need a rest sometimes. But the main reason (laughs) is because generally summertime is pretty slow. And with everything going on, the state of the world, it's making it even slower. So we feel that by having the schedule that we set for us here, you know, because we started randomly in eight, late April, and we realized we could plan this out for some pretty good releases. Like we, yeah, when we, when we, when we started but, this podcast, there was like, there was like no game plan. We're just like, let's just do the fucking thing. And like as yeah. we've as we've gotten further into it, and we've learned um, what we want this podcast to be, and the information we want to give you guys, our audience, we've really worked really hard to to line things up to like give you guys the best, like the best in gaming news and the best like gaming reviews and our experiences with, you know, the gaming world as it evolves and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But it, it it's going to work out because I have a future episode in mind and it may or may not have to do with next gen, which is going to be an amazing fucking time period. There may or may not be bonus episodes. What a great time to be alive. Yeah. So to give you an idea of the next season, aside from all the cool art and shit, uh, one idea I floated around. And if you notice something about one of our previous episodes, we had a guest. So we want to add, we want to do guests. At first, it's going to be people we personally know just to get a feel. But then we also may have a surprise guest, just uh, an acquaintance, someone we, you know, someone in the same sphere as us. But, you know, just an idea. And another episode idea or 
whether it's every episode at the end or whatever, maybe do like a segment of viewer questions where doesn't necessarily pertain to the main topic at hand, but maybe there's been a question you've been dying to ask us in any way, shape or form. Hopefully it is related to video games, but, but even if it's not like, if you know, if it doesn't directly pertain to video games, but it does pertain to like us as people, like that's acceptable too. You know, you guys are our audience. We want, we want you to know who we are. Yeah, you you said that so creepily. <laughs> we want you to know who we are, like who we really are. I'm just kidding. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! But Can I start we have the outro now. That was have, kind of no. <laughs> we have a we have a lot of cool things in store. We're going to continue to work really hard to improve uh, the quality of this podcast, the formatting of this podcast. And the content we continue to bring to you guys in the future. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in for this episode or any episode in our first season. Um, you can continue to follow us in the off season on Twitch uh, at I am still buttons. And where can we find you, Jake, on Twitch? And- oh, wait, on, on I am I am button on Twitter. I meant to say Twitter. Where can we find you on Twitter? <laughs> I fucked you up. Find- oh, shit. You fucked up. Scrap it. Uh, you can find. <laughs> God damn it. You can find me on Twitter at Eridos JM and Twitch at Eridos. OK, I'm going to redo mine because I goofed. Yeah, so you please can, do. Please do. You can find me on Twitch at I am buttons and Twitter at I am still buttons. And the reason I goofed that is because some jerk has the handle, but I'm not mad about it. I digress. Um, and so, yeah, just. Lots of new things coming to the future. Thank you for all your support, and we will see you guys October 2nd. Have a good one, and thanks for tuning in. Have a good one.